Um, welcome everyone. My name is Jeffrey Oroku Tapon. I prefer Oroku. We started this conversation as a way to bring tech news from all over Africa, not from the spaces where we usually find uh, the bigger platforms talking about being Nigeria, South Africa, Kenya. But we want to try and bring news about the startup from all over the continent and also elsewhere in the world. So that's why we brought this together. We had ZK last week who are into remittances and other financial uh, transactions. This week we have the company called Fido Micro Credit. Now this company is basically set up to give quick and short-term loans to anyone who would need it. So if you want a loan, you don't want to go through the whole process of going to the bank. And what you do is you get their app, you apply, and then you put in all the information that they ask you to put in. And then they give you um, the basic amount, which from their website is 200 Ghana cities, which is also $33.7 at the moment. So based on how quickly you pay the money, they may increase how much you can get from them. So we have Sebastian Kwashi with us this evening to tell us more about this and also to answer any questions that you may have. He's the Deputy General Manager and the Head of Operations of Fido Microcredit. So you're welcome, Sebastian. Sure. Thank you. Thank you very much. Um, right. Very cool. And the name is Kwansa, not question. I think you knew that. Kwansa. Ooh. Yes. I'm really sorry. Uh, uh, so, so, no worries. I'm Elian. <laughs> um, okay. Um, so, we will start with um, you explaining the idea generally behind Fido microcredit. Because what we know is loans coming from banks and other financial institutions with that big But this one, being one that mainly comes through mobile money, can you, from an insider point of view, give us a better understanding of the idea behind this company? Okay. So, Fido, <clears throat> uh, Fido Microcredits is uh, basically a uh, digital lender. And for us, um, in terms of the broader vision of the company, is basically to lead uh, the way financial services are provided in Africa, basically by leveraging technology to provide reliable, fast, and easy services, primarily to the underbanked. And so all of uh, basically the entire vision or the entire solution that we are presenting is something that should work for people who are underbanked that don't have um, a financial history basically based on how traditional lenders basically assess, do the underwriting in UAT loans. So we are basically looking at alternative ways by which we can assess the credit worthiness of people who don't have uh, that digital credit history and still be able to offer them um, money. So it's basically target, targeting the underbank and also roping them in in terms of financial inclusion. So our core mission basically is to provide access to financial services 
to the underbank using technology such that they can access funds at any time and anywhere that um, they are. Um, currently, uh, we have uh, a very focused product. Uh, the vision is very focused, as I have said, is basically to give out loans. And this is basically all that we do. Uh, we give out um, micro loans uh, using our mobile app, uh, where people basically download the app from the Play Store and basically can fill in their details and get a credit decision within uh, a few minutes. So primarily, I think what sets us apart from other lenders is the fact that one, we are technologically based and so uh, our process is very quick and it's very fast. Um, secondly, uh, process of assessing the credit worthiness of a customer, it's not like the traditional. It's not like the traditional uh, lending processes. So whereas traditional lenders would primarily use like your financial history, we basically look at non-financial factors. So we basically look, like, look at everything except um, how much money you transact through your wallet. Uh, this is basically what it is. And this is basically what serves uh, target audience the best, which is the underbank. Because the underbank primarily don't have their cash flow running through the bank or any financial institution. And so for this group of people, it's very difficult for them to meet the requirements for traditional credit assessments in the country. And it is this gap that we are trying to use uh, technology uh, to help this group of people assess funds and um, uh, help them, helping them in through the financial inclusion agenda that is being driven. Um, also, one of the things that we try to also do is knowing how um, the cost of credit basically um, is, especially in the country. We try to make uh, make it possible for every single person to get the loan without having to visit uh, offices and try to make it as um, less costly to the individual as possible. And so uh, our process is rather, I'll say, disruptive uh, because it's not something that anyone else is doing in the country or anyone else have done before we actually started. Whereas uh, a user who previously has not even assigned any credits from any other institution can sit at their home, basically download an app, fill the information, apply, uh, not have any face-to-face -face interaction with anybody, not have to answer any questions to anybody, just provide details and provide other details are sufficient um, for our requirements. We are able to advance them alone. And this is basically all that we are about. Uh, in terms of video microcredit. Um, I can walk you through exactly the processes that uh, customers have to go through. Uh, okay, uh, okay. To get them. And uh, real quick, can we reset the room? Uh, just go ahead um, and correct me if I pronounce your name wrong, but Kwansai, uh, if you can uh, go ahead and give us uh, your full name, your title uh, for the new people that have joined, if you don't mind. Sure, that's great. So my name is Sebastian Kwanza. I'm, I'm with Fido Microcredits. I am the Deputy General Manager and also the Head of Operations. So primarily I um, superintend all the operational activities of the various departments in order to bring um, all of our operations seamlessly uh, to deliver the products that uh, we are trying to give out to customers. So this is primarily my role. 
Uh, also, for those that are not in Ghana, I've said that FIDO, FIDO Microcredit, which I work with, is based in Accra, Ghana. Uh, we are looking to basically expand beyond the borders of Ghana, but currently we are only operational in Ghana. Um, okay, sorry, go on. Okay, sorry, go on. No, no, sure. I was just about to go through like the process by which um, basically go through our product life cycle, how customers receive them. Yes, but that if was you have a question you can ask before I So that was exactly what I was about to ask you. So please go on. Okay, sure. So uh, we deliver our credits, which is basically microcredits via a mobile app. And so the way it works is that uh, customers can go to our, the Play Store. Currently, it's an Android-only app. Go to the Play Store, download the mobile app. And then uh, once, once you download the mobile app, you are presented with a number of questions. So the app is so designed as to be more of a self-service. Um, there's full transparency as to how much you can borrow, how much the interest rate is. Uh, we translate the interest rate both in percentages and in terms of actual amounts. Um, I mentioned that our target group is basically the underbank. And so the app is so designed as to help um, this group of people be able to form a decision uh, within the app. And this we are, we are able to do by being fully transparent about the fees, uh, putting it both in percentages and in amounts so that people can also vary uh, the amount that they choose. So currently we are about, I think the only financial institution that I know in the country that charge our interest rate on a daily basis. So I think that most institutions would charge on a monthly basis and whether or not you paid your loan early, you still ended up paying up the full month uh, loan that you have taken. But for us, uh, our loan is charged on a daily basis where a customer can choose between 10 and 33 days. So even if they chose 33 days, and after 10 days, they had the funds ready. They could repay the loan and still repay for the period that they held the funds, which is just the 10 days. So that is one unique uh, characteristic of our loan that basically helps given the target audience that we are targeting. So basically, customers would download the mobile app, fill in their details. Uh, there's bio data in there, your name, your date of birth. Uh, you provide us the wallet that you'd want to receive the funds in. Uh, typical questions that you'd otherwise would have filled in the uh, paper form if you had logged into a branch or the bank or another traditional lender. Yeah, your submit button. And then basically we have to now take two decisions. Uh, the first of which is whether or not we want to give you the loan, which is basically the credits decision making or underwriting as some others would call it. And I think this is where our unique uh, technology comes into play, where we use um, predictive algorithms to try and predict um, the likelihood, uh, try and predict uh, whether or not a customer meets the requirement of uh, receiving the funds. So this is where the, there's a very stark difference between how we do our uh, credit analysis versus how others do it. Typically, most people would use um, your financial history. And I think even outside of the mobile banking, even those that are also doing um, the digital micro lending would typically have access to your mobile money wallet and they would know how much credit you are buying and how much 
money you are transacted you are transacting in your wallet over the last few months we don't use any of these so basically we try to predict um you're likely to repay based on your uniqueness as a person um and this is something that we have learned over time so we've had predictive models where we've studied our customers over time and we are able to predict that people that fit a certain um profile or behave in a certain way are more likely to be able to repay a loan or are more <clears throat> um won't say just more likely but they'll have the capacity to repay so we are basically assessing your likelihood to repay and then your capacity to repay based on several data points other than your financial history and i mentioned that this is particularly important for the target group that we are trying to reach out to which is the underbanks because if even for this if we wanted to use the financial history they wouldn't have it which would mean that they would um, continue to be continue not to have access to credit so once we submitted all of this and our unique um, algorithm and machine learning has uh, done its magic and we've given you a score and passed this then we have to do the second step which is basically KYC I think that KYC is mandatory in any financial institution um especially for us that is currently licensed and regulated by the Bank of Ghana so we we'll do the KYC uh basically the ID that you have provided us will connect to the ID databases in Ghana there are a few um ID databases and primarily there's a company called B Systems that has all these databases and using API we can in real time uh, try and validate the ID credentials that you provided us. Uh, we'll double check your name, your date of birth, and stuff like that to be sure that you are who you say you are. And then again, uh, as an additional measure to be sure that you are who you say you are and also prevent fraudulent um, loan requests, we would also request for a selfie. So again, this is also like um, using a unique uh, technology. We we'll would basically do a facial recognition of your selfie that you have provided us and we take steps to make sure that this selfie is a live image and then we will basically check this against um the database to be sure that uh, the individual that is requesting for the loan and the id that you have provided basically matches uh your face together with the id and so there's no question about uh who is taking the loan so this is basically a key step that we have to take in order to protect the identity and the data of the customers that are applying so that the platform is not misused. So once these two are primarily passed, then you are basically considered to have met the requirements to receive a loan. And then subject to you agreeing and reviewing the terms of the loan, uh, the money will immediately be dispersed into your mobile money wallets. So uh, to put it quite simply for the application phase, this is basically what it is. It starts off by downloading the app, filling your application in the mobile app. We assess you risk-wise, and then we also make sure that you have you pass KYC to be sure that you are who you are, who you say you are, and then immediately we can disperse into the mobile money wallet that you have provided. I'll add that the mobile money wallet is also validated. So we also check against the telcos. They basically own the wallets. And so we have the relationship with them using APIs. We are able to check um the name that you've provided us on your id validate this against the telcos to be sure that indeed the wallet belongs to you before we disperse the money to your account and all of this process is basically uh, under a minute and i think this is the uniqueness of the technology and the efficiency that has helped us to be able to um hold our own as primarily i think 
uh, one of the foremost digital lenders in the country at the moment. So all of this process might sound very complex, but to the end user, it's under a minute. Right after the press submit, it's under a minute and all of this is completed and the money is dispersed to their mobile money wallets. I have a quick question. I have a quick question. Sure. So, Owaku, let me know if I'm getting feedback. Owaku, let me know if this is uh, already in your queue, because then I can hold it off to the end. Um, but I found something super fascinating to see if you can provide additional clarity. Um, well, one, it's amazing that you're doing this in <laughs> uh, under a minute. Um, but one of the things I wanted to lean in further on is the discussion or can you provide whatever you can provide publicly, um, uh, maybe metrics so people can really digest the amount of impact you have for underbanked individuals if you're not depending on um, previous financial data. And so to provide some uh, context, uh, myself, I was very fortunate to receive, for example, a micro business loan, not necessarily through FIDO, but through a different company. And I didn't have that. And the way that they did it, it was a very manual process and they would essentially get um, a different corporation to basically back the loan. So that alone had tremendous impact on my life. So based on the usage that you have with FIDO, uh, can you give us some um, metrics around the uh, level of impact this has had for individuals? Um, I hope my question makes sense. Sure. So in terms of impacts, I think uh, we've had overwhelming uh, feedback from our customers, primarily because we're the first company to actually do um, digital loans where there was no face-to-face -face interaction. Basically, sit at home, go through a channel, request for the loan, and receive it without having to speak to anyone, without having to see uh, anyone. And so the impact has been um, uh, overwhelming. And I, recently, we celebrated our milestone of uh, giving a loan to our one millionth customer. And this is not one million loans. This is a one millionth customer. So customers could still take repeated loans. And given that this is a country of a population of around 30 million, so we were able to get one million people to take a loan. It's a very great achievement for us. And especially for the people that we are targeting. So we are not targeting people that generally otherwise have access to credit, but most people, most of our borrowers end up being first-time borrowers. So this is like restarting off their credit history that potentially for some, this will be helpful for them should they even want bigger loans through other platforms. And the impact has been immense. I mean, we know people that have started um, uh, businesses and we I wish to carry out a lot of focus group discussions and follow-up calls and there are people that have started businesses purely out of this it might seem like a very small amount of money but um, it's the product is so designed that if you are diligent and you continue to pay on time the amount that you can borrow increases and so it's kind of like trains people to be disciplined with managing their money such that people can have a very um, um, a very successful story to tell sometimes after a year or a little about that people not realizing the impact of the loan but very often get people coming back to us and um, if you, you can even check our ratings on the play store and the like and these are people that will otherwise not have gotten money from anywhere be it from family relations or whatever so i'll say that uh, the feedback has been very 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 great and i think uh, this is what has spurred us on to continue to do uh, what we do i don't know if 
uh, this satisfies your uh, your answer. And I've personally had visits to people. For instance, I can give you a story of people that somebody, I think several of them, that started more like a, what we call a provision store, uh, retail shops selling fast-moving goods. So basically take the loan, uh, buy the item, uh, repay, take another one, uh, get more goods into it. And over time, people have been able to get like four shops um, out of just starting from nothing from the feeder loan. And one of the good things about our product is that if you take the loan, so long as you continue to pay and on time, you cannot be denied that loan. And this is something that we are proud to say that we've been able to sustain for more than seven years since we started this product, that you can always, you can always count on us if you have a good relationship with us that we will never deny you a loan. And so our product has somewhat become a part of uh, customers' cash flow. They consider the loan part as their money because they know that each time they need that funds uh, will never disappoint them. And this is something that I think that we are proud to say that we've consistently been able to meet and it has overcomingly helped uh, uh, improve the lives of our customers. Can I just quickly, can I just quickly? Yes, you can. Go ahead. Okay, great. I just wanted to welcome KG, Manuel, Juleta, and Emeka to the stage. If you guys have any questions, this is popcorn style. Uh, just please, you know, unmic and let us know. Thanks. Thanks. Thank you, Nikki. Thank you. Everyone, um, I'm quiet for now because I've been coming in and out. So I love to follow the conversation. When I have any thoughts, I'll come in. If I want to ask a question, I'll come in. Okay, great. Thank you so much. And Emmanuel, I know you're in Ghana, so um, I'm, I think you unmiked before KG. Um, did you want to go? Yeah, so um, it's nice to hear Sebastian. Uh, first of all, I must say, uh, great work uh, done so far. It's uh, it's it's great to hear the things that Fido is doing. I, I, think I've, I think I've heard of the brand quite for some time now, or um, people using it. Uh, for now, I've got I've got a couple of questions. Um, uh, I don't know whether to, to to say that the questions are also like uh, a praise in disguise, and uh, also like I'm I'm amazed uh, because doing KYC under one minute, uh, I, I I definitely want to hear more about that because um, it, it follows with a second question that says that okay, would that mean uh, or could I uh, conclude that? The business has survived only to this stage because the profit it makes actually outweighs the number of bad loans um, because we are living in a, a very, I would say, interesting country. No no politics to say. I mean, ignore the politics, whether whichever party or whatever we are in, whatever system, but our being able to do a proper check and KYC of a customer, more so under one minute. Uh, and, and then um, my third question would link to uh, a question of um, Fido doing this, you know, being able to pay out in like, again, under one minute. Uh, so just to give you a bit of my background, I'm a developer. Um, actually, I write the code for a very interesting fintech in the country. Uh, I, I literally wrote the code myself. You know, it interfaces with over 17 partners for payouts and stuff and hearing this one minute i'm like okay that's interesting 
and of course like paying out immediately after the one minute uh it leads me to asking is the payout being done manually or automatically uh and i'm done speaking i'll pause and listen more okay thank you Manuel, for your questions um very precise questions so um I'll say that uh, we have basically we basically have the relationship with the telcos um, to reflect back on when we first started. When we first started, this was a purely manual process. I'll say that back then it was more of a proof of concept. So this was basically a company that has come in, identified that there was a need in the access to finance um, area for a segment of people in the country and basically doing like a proof of concept. Back then, we basically were doing most things manually. And this is why we learned a lot of the things that we uh, has gone on to help us to get to where we are now. Um, back then, mobile money was still very young and I do, there were no APIs. I could probably say that we are one of the main reasons why MTN um, implemented the APIs because we kept pushing for them. And so we have, um, I think as a developer, you know what the, um, the API is. So this is basically how one system communicates with another system to basically exchange information and carry out um, a transaction. And so we have APIs with um, all the major telcos in this country. Uh, we also have APIs to the databases for all the, we have APIs for, um, through a company called B Systems. This is basically what they specialize in. So this is not a product that we are doing end-to-end -end all by ourselves but it's through strategic partnerships with those that provide the um, database IDs for the KYC, also on the telco side, um, having a relationship with them so that they are able to share the details that we need to perform the KYC. And also efficiency on our side. So we have a, a tech team that is constantly working um, every day, just like every other employee, constantly working on the video app and constant improvements and monitoring. And this is how we are able to do all of this. So this is not some system that has been set up and then you can go to sleep and watch the system um, operate. But this is basically hard work and constant uh, improvement and learning from um, the past, our past um, endeavors. So this is how we are able to do this. Uh, in terms of the other one minute, I'll say that I think the whole industry, in terms of the financial and fintech industry, has kind of braced itself up. And the level of efficiency from all these major parties is what is coming in together to help us achieve this. Uh, definitely on our side, we've also invested in a lot of um, human resource and technology to be able to do this. But it's that relationship that we have with um, all the telcos and basically using API. So we don't do manual disbursements. Everything happens in an instant. Once it's validated, we trigger the disbursement via um, communication through the internet using the API protocols to the bank um, partner institution. So this is how we do this. Um, there's no manual effort involved. Uh, if there's going to be a manual effort, it's just to review um, occasionally what is going on at the back end. Thank you so much. I'm going to reach Thank you so much. I'm I'll let you go after myself. I'm just going to quickly do a reset for the new people that have joined. So everyone, thank you for coming to African Tech News, where we specifically focus on Africa um, and the African diaspora and what companies they're working on. Uh, what we noticed with African, uh, before doing African Tech News, a lot of times people fi fixate on only the big tech companies around the world. And what we wanted to do was really make sure that we highlight African people 
who are doing really big things. And so today we have Sebastian from Fido Microcredit here. And so for the new people that have joined, they're currently only based in Ghana, but ideally in the future they'll expand elsewhere. Um, and just as a brief recap, they specifically provide uh, their micro lending platform for the underbanked uh, individuals. Um, I do want to inform everybody that this session is being recorded, at least Sebastian's part, and then we'll do a, a quick edit um, and post it online. So if you go to African Tech News, um, the clubhouse uh, or the house button above the little greenhouse, you can follow us and in the description it has our Twitter account and you can go there to see um, what we'll, uh, to see where to find the recordings, which is going to be hosted on Anchor FM and Spotify. Um, and then we do African Tech News every week, every Tuesday. Um, and if you go to our description, you'll see the time zones. Uh, but thank you everyone for joining. Uh, KG, you definitely have the stage. And then afterwards, we'll pass it on to Owaku to continue the discussion. Thank you so much for everyone uh, joining. Thank you very much. Thanks, Farah. Thanks, Nikki. Um, fantastic work, Sebastian. Um, I think I, I caught when you were so like um, um, retelling because I think I missed you when when you started. Um, just a quick question um, because the work you're doing seems to be sort of like setting up the unbanked and helping them create. I think you mentioned that uh, some kind of credit history. I was just wondering, because I don't know, I'm, I'm in the UK. I was just wondering, is that, because I know in Nigeria, um, they are, there's a lot of work going on to creating um, sort of like credit histories for people and trying to extend it to the unbanked. So I'm just wondering if you're creating all of this history and you, you guys have been running for about seven years, uh, that's a lot of people that already have some kind of history already. Are you working with any, I don't know which ones are in Ghana, but are you working with any of the credit um, agencies that are sort of like creating, you know, things that are similar to what you find in the West um, to help people you know, create some kind of uh, financial profile that they could leverage when they when they want to you know take bigger loans. Sure, thank you, KG, for your question, and um, that's a very interesting and important question as well. So, for Fido Microcredit, um, we are regulated by the Bank of Ghana, so we are registered um, uh, micro lender. Uh, basically microcredits and we are required mandatory to report all our loans to the credit bureaus so in ghana there are three credit bureaus that operate independently and you are required to submit a report of all loans that you disperse to these credit bureaus likewise the status of the loan so if a loan is given and it's at a fifth stage you report it if the don't get paid off, you report that the status has changed to pay. If it doesn't get paid, you report that the status has changed. So that this data is basically housed uh, with the credit bureaus. In terms of how efficiently it's being used, uh, this is more of another question that we can look at. But most certainly, I can tell you that all the main financial institutions, primarily the banks and the much bigger service loans, would go to check your credit history before they would advance you a loan. And so, whereas we would do, for instance, micro loans, if somebody took several micro loans from us and, for instance, needed a much bigger loan for a bigger project, and if they went to another financial institution for the loan, if based on the history that they had with us, they've been very diligent and have kept it on time, this basically helps them 
um, in order to get approval for the loan that they are getting elsewhere. And so this is to the ex this is the extent to which the credit bureau system works um, in Ghana. Uh, what is lacking though is that the, the information that is stored at a credit bureau is very much underutilized. So it's subject to the discretion and the cap capability of the financial institution to use the credit bureau data for what they choose. So the credit bureau themselves don't uh, create like kind of a credit score or compute something with the data to say that ah we have um, so many people so many um, people with us we have so much data with us and based on our own unique credit system this is how we compute uh, credit score and this is the score for every person that has data with us they don't do such a thing it's just raw data that they have this showing you the history how much a person has taken whether or not they paid on time with several financial institutions and it's up to you the financial institution based on your own capacity uh, to make a determination. So this would typically go through like the head of credits of most financial institutions. And I'll say that this is one of the uh, biggest limitations or the challenges that I probably I would have hit on is that I think that as I, um, we could do more with uh, the credit history that we have. And more so for us as a financial institution that, uh, more so for us as a financial institution that this information cannot be made readily in real time. And so it makes it difficult for us to rely on that information to make real-time decisions. So it's not as advanced as other countries, but certainly the raw data is there. It's really up to, um, that's basically one of the opportunities that exists in the industry. Uh, somebody going in there and taking that raw data and making much more, something much more useful out of it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank um, you. Yeah, see, the, the um, credit yes, system the credit is, um, is, is relatively new in quite a lot of Africa, um, but it's being built um, that much I know. I guess um, it, would, it would mature over time. Thanks, Sebastian. Sure, you're welcome. Okay, so um, I'm going to pause for about 15 seconds. If anyone has a question, they can just chip it in. If not, then I... Okay, before that, I think, let me ask this question. Um, Sebastian, when you were talking earlier, you mentioned that uh, anyone who wants a loan has to download your app. However, data shows that just about 50% of our population use the internet or have access to the internet. So my question is, do you have any USSD code or any other platform for people who do not have smartphones who are not connected to the internet and if you don't do you have any plans to do that in the near future okay thank you for your question so <clears throat> uh, this is a valid concern uh, something that we've personally and um, also as a company we've had several deliberations on how uh, we can improve on this now given the way that um, the service is delivered how to do kyc in real time for somebody that is, uh, you cannot see, uh, it's a remote place, you probably need their picture in order to validate the ID to make sure that people are not abusing. Because uh, most certainly, uh, the people that are under bank are probably semi-literate, not very literate, are the ones that potentially uh, people can abuse. And so all of these things basically have to go through the mobile app. I think the USSD is limited in functionality and what you can do. But given that we've, uh, progress for some time now. Uh, it's also, there are options, these are options that we are considering. 
Um, in order to basically facilitate um, this application process, we had uh, what we call kiosk devices. So we basically had um, devices that we had, uh, were making available to the public. People that didn't have smartphones would come into the office and come and use these devices. And this afforded them the ability um, to apply for loans. Rather unfortunately, because of the COVID situation, uh, we're, we're not encouraging, we basically held on to the, uh, this uh, means of application because we didn't want to encourage a lot of people flooding into the office and sharing devices and all of that. Uh, but this is something that we are looking at reintroducing again in the uh, quest to try and expand um, access. And very often you find that when people use these devices, and this is the experience that I've had that people who don't have the devices, once they come in, you walk them through it. A lot of them are actually first time applicants. They don't even, never owned uh, an Android device before. But once you walk them through and they see their usefulness, by the time they go to the, a few loans, you will find that they are already making efforts to get their own devices because uh, they find the service so useful and so convenient uh, for them. So uh, the Kios devices that has been the successful model that we have used. We've used that for at least four years, if I recall, four out of the seven years that uh, we operated. And only recently due to COVID uh, have we had to put a hold on that. But that understanding, uh, there are still internal brains coming on how best we can uh, extend it. And USSD keeps coming up a lot. So um, when we do have a breakthrough, I'm sure that's... Uh, the information we have there. Okay. Um, okay. Um, so my next question is about um, your competition. One of your biggest competitors now is MTN Ghana, which has the largest number of customers when it comes to telcos in the country. And they also offer what we call quick loan. So First of all, I want to know, how do you deal with this competition in addition to working with them to make sure that you get more customers when your customers take the loans, they pay on time? Yes, so um, that's a very interesting question. So I would say that uh, we were the first to the market to begin with. So we basically started doing this. Um, digital loans even before MTN's partnership with other financial institutions. So basically MTN is not necessarily a competitor. They've just made their platform available to other financial institutions who want to take advantage of the huge customer base that they have uh, to deliver these loans. So with MTN, we don't really have um, any... So certainly they have the platform, but we don't really have any uh, major concerns with them. Um, I would say that um, one of the main uh, things that we have, which is basically an advantage for us, is that we built it's a relationship that we have with customers. So Fido by itself actually means, um, it's a Latin word, which means faithful. And so this is basically all of our interactions are built along those lines because we are advancing money to you based on uh, trusting that you'll be faithful and you'll be loyal. And you would find that even for us, uh, when it comes to repaying your loans, we do not deduct for customers' wallets. We ask the customers themselves to initiate the payment and pay to us. And this is something a lot of people would have thought that wouldn't have worked. But based on that, you know, this is somebody that otherwise has no financial history, uh, would not have gotten the loan from anywhere else. And once that you are able to assist them uh, to come through whatever challenge that they are going through, I, I guarantee you, a lot of them 
Um, obviously, there are some that don't pay, but a lot of them actually do pay. And so this is not something that we will say that we are in competition with others, and we actually keep going. So our, our, our platform is independent of, uh, for instance, we are not very reliant on the telcos. Uh, we only use the telcos as a payment channel, but every process of ours is managed uh, internally. But the, yes, the, uh, the competition side is there, which is good for the industry, but I don't think that it's much of a big deal for us uh, because we still have uh, people coming to us and we have customers that we onboarded right from the very beginning that are still with us and still continue to come back. Uh, for some reason, I also mentioned that there are some uh, comp uh, comparative advantages of our loans compared to what the competition is doing. Like we charge interest on a daily basis, uh, we are the only one that do this. We offer installments. As you, as you become eligible for higher amounts, we offer you like the ability to spread your loan over two or three months. Uh, like I mentioned, that our target group is the underbank. And so for these people, once you start advancing them uh, bigger loans, you want to give them that flexibility. And so the whole product in itself is very suitable for the people that we are targeting. And that in itself, it's uh, uh, sufficient for us. But like I mentioned, MTN is not in competition with us. They've actually even approached us to even come onto their platform if we wanted to. So for them, the platform is there for your choosing. And they are willing to partner with any institution that is available. So um, I don't think that it's a uh, big concern for us. Thank you so much for that uh, answer. Thank you so much for that uh, real answer. Quest, uh, real qu uh, quick, I do see that um, Emmanuel, you unmiked. Uh, did you have a quick question? Um, and if so, you can ask it, and then we'll have about 15 minutes or so left that was planned. Um, if there are more questions, I'm not sure if Sebastian can give us a couple more minutes, um, but uh, I'll leave it for you, Emmanuel, uh, noting that uh, we do have a time limit. Yeah. Yeah, all right. Thank you so much, Farah. Uh, so, so, Sebastian, you actually skipped two of my questions, uh, <laughs> and you addressed uh, um, a part. Um, yeah, so I actually wanted to find out, first of all, uh, the, the one-minute thing. Um, I would want to get a feedback on that. How realistic is that? Because I'm actually I'm, I'm going through something here, uh, and I feel that uh, even before you answer, my, my feedback would be this. Instead of actually saying that Fido is so awesome for over the past seven years, is doing it under one minute, I'd rather focus on something you mentioned that whenever you check through and everything is fine, it goes through fast. Like we, we have these sort of consistencies. When a user uses the application and you told them one minute and they even get into the second minute, uh, it, it sort of really comes back at you. I know the kind of customers that are here, they, they can be troublesome. So I still want to know, like, is that one minute really realistic? Because uh, I think some of the customer feedbacks to Fido, uh, when you look at the reviews, actually links back to the fact that some are saying, oh, it took more than one minute uh, and, and all of that stuff. So that's that. The, the other question that was skipped had to do with the question of, okay, so has a company come this far because the profit it makes outweighs the bad loans? I think that was also skipped. Uh, the other question I also have, uh, of course, we are under time, so I'll just ask this one and, and, and pen off. Uh, so, customers are giving feedback that, okay, for those that are paid so early, they don't get to get a loan again. Could it be because the equation for the loan valuation and customer valuation, uh, it doesn't go in the favor of FIDO when they pay too early, or rather when they hold the money longer? Uh, and I'm done. I think these are the three questions. Uh, uh, 
Yes, and I want to quickly, um, since we're kind of limited on time, I'm not sure, Sebastian, because we also want to keep it a bit more contextual for the uh, audience as well. Uh, so I'm not sure if you're able to provide a, a concise response to that. I, I do feel that the one minute uh, uh, question was answered. Uh, I could be wrong. It could be a misinterpretation on my end. Uh, but then after Sebastian, you're done, we'll switch it over to Owaku to continue the rest of the questions. I'll answer these questions. Uh, I'll also go through them, but very quickly. So the one minute, yes, the one minute is practical. And I mentioned that the one minute is after you submitted a loan application. So if everything passes under one minute, uh, you should actually get a loan. We don't advertise the one minute, I must say, though. We just basically say that you should get your response within minutes. But based on um, the real uh, situation on the ground, I can tell you that most a lot more people get it under one minute. Unless, of course, there was an issue with your KYC, you didn't submit a proper ID, in which case you would have to ask follow-up questions or you would require, you are required to take follow-up actions in order to get a loan. But end-to-end, -end, if everything you provided match, um, you pass KYC in that instance, under one minute of submitting, uh, you should receive your funds. Uh, the question about whether our profit outweighs uh, bad loans, um, basically I'll say that it's sustainable. Uh, basically it's an industry. There are bad loans and then there are uh, good loans. It's not necessarily about profits. Um, I can tell you that there have been at least two or three players that have come in to try and do the same that have exited. So it's not like it's so lucrative that uh, this is our primary goal. But I think that there's a commitment from the owners of the company to, to solve a particular need, which is to provide access to credit to people that are in the bank. And this basically overweighs anything. In order to be able to carry out a product like this, you basically need to sink in a lot of money uh, to do like a pilot phase, and I don't think that if you are committed, to, you are not committed to doing it, you would actually even uh, do that kind of investment. So the commitment basically outweighs um, any other thing. But I can't say that for now it's sustainable. But I will not say that we are making superficial profits um, out of it. And then your last question about uh, too early, I think that is a bit more technical that I'm not going to. But basically, we are we are supposed to be a responsible lender, and so when you find trends that you think that are um, fishy or that are not consistent with how you expect a typical person to apply, you are required as a responsible lender to take measures to control it. So sometimes for a very small segment of people who are genuine, they exhibit some traits that typically, uh, for instance, we endorse the SMART campaign, which is a global effort that has guidelines on how basically digital credit should be done globally. And the too early rejection that you mentioned is actually part of some of their recommendations. So this is backed by um, data and guidelines globally. And so it's not everything that I can go into explaining. Then we are geared into product uh, conversation, which is not something I want to do. All right. Thank you so much. Right. Thank, Thank you so, so much. much. Thanks. 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 Sure. All right. So uh, moving on, the issue of bad loans, I want to get back on that one and ask, what are the steps the company has put in place to try and get back money from people who have not paid as at the time they are supposed to pay? Uh, you're on mute. I'm not sure if anyone else can hear. Not sure. Sorry. Sorry. Yes. <laughs> yes. You're right. So I approach as I approach as a company basically to prevent over indebtedness as much as possible. 
and which is why we are very particular about our model for doing the risk assessment because primarily this is where the work has to be done and you need to make a determination of whether or not a person has a capacity to repay. That notwithstanding, we have a very elaborate interaction right from the time that a customer receives uh, the loan. And also because we have the advantage of a mobile app, we are able to communicate to our customers uh, through the mobile app as well, something that is a bit difficult in the USSD. And then we have an elaborate um, interaction of reminders and education well before your loan is actually due to encourage you to repay, to explain to you the consequences of your loan being reported to your credit bureaus because you are required by law to do it. We cannot refuse not to do it. And I think that once this um, education goes goes on, you are able to mitigate um, uh, the number of people that are likely to go over you. Uh, obviously, still people would go over you and it follows the same, um, it follows the same uh, uh, routine. We have a whole department that handles that. And we have phone calls and SMS, yes, reminders, product education, checking up on customers and all of that. And it's it's a process that you'd have to manage. And it's not something that you have a one rule for all, but you learn over time what works. And But I must, like I said, the bulk of the action is dependent on who you determine to give out the loan to. That makes it, uh, the job easier and reduces the chances of loan go over to you. Um, the regulator, which is Bank of Ghana, is also very uh, particular about monitoring loan portfolios. So it's not something you can just get away with giving loans to people that cannot pay and just um, putting people in debt. So I think it's manageable. But generally, we communicate a lot. We communicate a lot, calls, SMSs a lot, uh, product education. And this is how we manage uh, the process prior and after the loan is due. All right. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Um, my next one is how do you determine if I'm a customer, I've taken a loan, I paid back, how do you determine that the next time I come, I can get a higher amount than what I got? Yes. Okay, so this is more of a product. Uh, it's more of a product question, and this product is basically within your means. So you basically observe uh, uh, the product setting that you have control over, and based on how customers are paying over time, you're able to determine how much more you can give them. And so it's largely hinged on the behavior of the existing customers that you have, and you're able to determine how much more you think that people can give. But for us generally, if you continue to pay your loan on time, we basically increase the loan because we know that. We are, we are micro, we do micro loans. So the amount that we give, it's usually not so much of a burden to our customers. And we try to mitigate this by also giving people installments. So generally for us, if you paid on time, your next loan should actually be a bit uh, higher. And it also helps you manage the money better. I think that there yeah, are people that probably don't have, uh, it's, it's more like you are now injecting, say, a thousand Ghana cities into your business. And if you inject it in a go, it might be difficult for you to manage it, uh, your cash flow to be able to pay back. But since it's gradual, by the time you get to the higher loan amount, most people already know how to uh, how to manage uh, the funds. So in terms of product setting, I don't think that we have any issues with that. In fact, people actually want more. But for us, unlike other products, uh, most definitely if your loan is paid on time, uh, your next loan should probably be higher. 
Um, so it's a product setting, Jeffrey. It's a product setting. Uh, we can change it, tweak it based on uh, observation, but there are no hard and fast rules. Just that generally, we try to make sure that if you pay your loan on time, the next one should be higher. This to achieve. Okay, all right. Okay, all right. Um, so, um, so my next question, my next question, okay. if anyone wants to partner Fido, what kind of opportunities are you offering to these kind of people? So partnership is, um, I'll say that currently, because we basically manage all of our products, we manage like our cycle end to end. The opportunity for partnership basically rests along improvements in KYC um, transactions. And the main one, the primary one that I think that is lacking, it's um, the credit refreshing uh, that I think that um, somebody can take it up upon themselves to do a proper um, credit scoring, and this can be data that can be augmented. Obviously, more data um, is better. Um, also, um, I think KYC is also another uh, big, uh, another um, major problem that um, currently, for instance, for customers that we would have preferred to give out um, loans to, and there are lots of them that we are not able to give to, because they fail the KYC, either due to mismatch of data or there not being a proper way to uh, do the KYC. So I think it's primarily around KYC and disbursements. This is if you exclude other factors like um, investments and the likes. Uh, I think our product is very, as you can tell, unlike most a lot of financial institutions where they have several products. They have a loan, they have a... We don't even do savings, so we only give out loans. They have loans, they have savings products, and so there's a big portfolio of products. It also opens up an avenue for a lot of collaboration. For ours, it's very specialized. And so the opportunities for collaboration are usually very limited. Uh, since we have like almost everything end-to-end kept up. But it's mostly along the lines of efficiency. If somebody can provide a better way of doing something that we currently do, sure, we are willing to uh, uh, comply. But often it's really around KYC and then transactions. How quickly you are doing with your transactions? I want to ask, it's a difficult question to answer. <laughs> Uh, I just want to mention, because uh, we're wrapping up soon, um, but if anyone has any last-minute questions that they want to ask, you can raise your hand and we can bring you on stage to ask the question. And then for the new people who have joined, I just want to quickly recap the room. So thank you so much for coming to African Tech News. We do this weekly, and the goal is to showcase African uh, tech companies as well as um, African di- uh, those in the African diaspora. The intention is not to, is to highlight companies you may not have known of that are really doing big things. Uh, so day- today we have Fido Microcredit. They specifically specifically focus on underbanked uh, individuals in Ghana. In the future, hopefully they can expand uh, outwards. Uh, I got so many takeaways, so it's not even possible for me to even include it in the recap, Uh, but we will have the recording of the session available. So if you go to African Tech News on Clubhouse, the little green um, house at the top, and you can follow us, and then in the description, it has our Twitter account. There you can then uh, get the links to uh, listen to the recording. And so generally speaking, they actually provide 
provide the underbanked with uh, microfinancing uh, or loans and without any credit history, which is, I mean, this is just such a beautiful thing. And they actually have a high repayment, uh, um, if I understood correctly. And so sorry, Sebastian, for cutting you off, but I just wanted to give a brief recap for all the people that have joined because what Fido is doing is just so amazing. So again, if you missed the beginning part, uh, you can listen to the recording later. So again, if you have any quick questions, let us know. We're coming at the close of everything. Um, Sebastian, I don't know if you have another five minutes or so, or Awaku, if you had additional questions to fill at that time, uh, go ahead and proceed. And again, sorry, Sebastian, for cutting you off there. Um, just a final thing, Sebastian, uh, if anyone wants to work with you to become your customer, how do they contact you? That's the final thing. And after that, if anyone has a question, just come in and ask, please. Okay, so there's um, a lot of information on our website that you can reach us on. We have an email, uh, basically info at uh, fidelcredits.com. I basically review the emails myself. Um, if this is from the customer perspective, if it's really about um, business or direct um, conversations, of course, um, uh, Sebastian at Fido Credit, you can actually send that email directly. But generally on our website, uh, we have contact numbers that you can reach us on. Uh, we also have an email service that uh, we check very frequently. So once you basically send us, we have a ticket system and certainly you, you get a response uh, within 24 hours. All right, great. All right. So, great. So, if there's anyone, there's anyone in the room, you can raise your hand, or if you're among the speakers, just switch on your microphone and ask. I think we have about two minutes for this. If there aren't any more questions, um, then we can definitely uh, close out. Uh, I mean, I am just, um, I can close by saying I'm in just in awe. I, I just love seeing <laughs> uh, African people supporting other African people. Um, and, uh, you know, this is my first introduction to Fido because I'm not based in uh, Ghana, uh, but, oh man, <laughs> I can't wait to visit. <laughs> um, and see everything in action because the amount of impact that this does to be a value um, uh, impact company is just tremendous um, and putting that much faith and actually seeing that yes uh, there are good people <laughs> out there and everyone's intention is to pay back their loan um, and the amount of opportunity you're providing uh, so I mean this is just amazing to hear um, I don't know if anyone has any final thoughts or walk you if you do because um, it seems like there aren't any more questions um, but we really do appreciate Sebastian for coming and doing this. Yeah. Um, final thing I would just like to say thank you to Alice, Alice Mensah, who's been hiding. She is the one who connected me to Sebastian. She also works with him at Fido. So thank you very much, Alice, for helping make this a success. That's all I have for now. 
And I actually did get a question in the DM real quick. Uh, so for Sebastian, uh, do you have educational programming, educational financial information uh, for these individuals that you're looking to provide um, micro loans to? Um, so I'll, I'll ask it in two parts. So educational program for existing customers or uh, for outreach, are there educational programs that you're, uh, you're utilizing uh, to help individuals financially? I hope that question makes sense. Okay, so <clears throat> so I mentioned that we have um, an elaborate communication interaction plan. And for instance, when a customer takes a loan up until the time the customer is due, there's an elaborate interaction. Uh, basically, we use calls and SMSs uh, where we send um, um, basic, um, explaining the product as well as educating customers on uh, specific issues. We educate customers on fraud. We educate customers on uh, products and repayments. And so based on the need of the market and the ticketing system, we have a customer support uh, ticketing system. And based on the feedback that we get from the calls and the concerns that people are raising, we, can, we are able to modify this uh, communication and this interaction to address what we think is specifically the problem. But generally for us, uh, whenever problems arise, we try to solve this using tech. And the very little that is left is mostly along the lines of education, educating people on um, how to check, how to choose the amounts, to choose a loan amount that works for them. And all of this feedback basically comes from the calls that we get. And based on that, we translate this into the interaction plan. So if you took a loan from us, occasionally you would be getting SMSs uh, with uh, small bytes of information. So this is how we do it currently. Thank you. Uh, this is so amazing. Um, I, again, want to thank Sebastian. I want to thank Owaku uh, for leading the discussion. Thank you, Nikki, KG, and Emmanuel for asking questions. Uh, thank you, Amika, for coming on stage and everyone in the audience. Uh, I really appreciate this. I hope that everyone was able to walk away with uh, some new information. Um, and, you know, you know, my personal reason, again, for doing African Tech News is to learn more about what's going on. And my hope is that every time I need a service or someone's asking me for a product recommendation that I'm able to recommend another um, African or African diaspora company. Uh, so I definitely learned a lot. Um, and again, please follow African Tech News so you can get alerts. We do this room weekly uh, to talk about everything African in tech. And uh, again, we'll, we'll post the recording. And then after each uh, discussion, I also do a write-up. So I'll write, uh, write my key takeaways um, in a blog post so that way, again, to just disseminate more information and ideally increase deal flow uh, for our companies and our projects and more. Mm -hmm. So thank you so much, everyone, for joining. Um, if anyone has any final words, uh, please state it. Otherwise, I'll close down the room in about like 10 seconds or so. All right. Thank you, everyone. Have a good rest of your evening or morning or day. <laughs> yes, Sebastian. Yes. Thank you for having me too. Bye-bye.